November 16th, 2020. Are you excited that 2020 is almost done? If you're not, or whatever, it's okay, because this is the Stop Skeletons and Fighting Patreon podcast. If you are looking for the Game Club podcast, that will be in two weeks, or it was two weeks ago. This is the one where we just, man, we just hang out. We talk about everything and yeah. anything or nothing. I'm Derek. I'm Grace. And uh, Grace's microphone uh, is being held down by Launchpad, who is on a pillow. Every time we do this, I always say we should invest in a sandbag, like some kind of professional. No. Like, you know, video production organization. No. But no, instead, I just put a fluffy pillow on top of my mic stand on the like upper, like on one of the tripod legs. And I'm just hoping that the dog will lay on it because, you know, 10 pounds is about all I need. Yeah. We have dumbbells, by the way. We could put we put dumbbells on. This is vastly more efficient. It is way cuter. <laughs> it's, he's also super cute. just staring at you right now. Yeah. So I'm not sure what he wants. We've been on a pretty steady. I work for 25 minutes and then take a five minute um, dog play, play with the yeah. dog break <laughs> today. Yeah. And uh, the 25 minute beeper went off like five minutes before the podcast. Oh, no. So he's like, we're um, we're late. Mm -hmm. Hello. And now he's moved off the pillow, Grace. What madness have you have you wrought? Hello. Hi, Phoebe. OK, well, that's you know, what? we'll just do our best. So I'm. Um, Welcome. We hope you're doing well. Um, not to date this podcast too much, but uh, you know, currently uh, the the pandemic is is worse than it's ever been, and we are on the cusp of uh, Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving, or Black Friday, or Boxing Day. I don't know. For 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 uh, at least my family, Thanksgiving is kind of a big deal. Um, and uh, I actually have some family flying up. Man. Wednesday um and it's looking like that might not be happening well I want to clarify or, they're they're flying down from Alaska but it's not because of Thanksgiving it's no. because of a medical procedure they need to have yeah but we were thinking of you know shoehorning Thanksgiving into that yeah, and it, now we're not gonna do that so. that that was yeah uh you know mom uh mom's mom's cancer free uh, and we're going to find out exactly how cancer free when she comes back here and uh, uh, get some more tests done. Um, it was a, a harrowing uh, uh, summer um, when all of that was happening. Uh, but I guess it all came out all right. But so, yeah, the folks need to come down to uh, uh, to Washington here to see their doctors. Um, but then it was like, well, since I think my mom actually chose the procedure for all, all these uh, follow ups. For November, because she was like, well, great, we'll just do a, you know, we'll do a, a Thanksgiving and that'll kind of knock out Thanksgiving and Christmas. Because even back then, uh, when, you know, all these plans were made, like, you know, the summer, it was like, eh, I probably shouldn't be doing a whole lot of traveling anyway. And I kind of said to her, like, yeah, I don't think I'll be doing much traveling. You know, I think you need to quarantine and all this stuff. You have to come up to Alaska. Mm -hmm. They treat that pretty seriously. It's basically an island. Um, so we just, we just want to say that, hey, Wish you and yours. Hope everybody is uh, doing all right. Yeah. And doing fine. And, and stay, staying safe. Still yeah. wearing masks. And, you know, it, it sucks, but we're Not doing it so that we can do it again later. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that. It's. You think about the long con here. It's, yeah. The long yeah. con. Exactly. We all listen. I want to be going to the mall and movie theaters and stuff again soon. Uh, so if you like kind of quarantine and wear a mask now. Like if you, it's that's a kind of a thing is if people were wearing masks and, and you know taking this a little more serious in the summertime, you wouldn't be having this problem now. Well, even well, so, Heavenly Derpfowl in the chat is saying even after 
2020 is or even after this is over i will wear masks and i've been thinking about that a lot lately like will i don't i don't know if i'll ever feel comfortable eating inside in a restaurant ever again like i don't know this has just been kind of weird and i i haven't gotten covid19 so maybe if i had i would feel different but i'm just like we're just anxious about everything now (laughs) i really miss going to uh concerts and conventions i was actually thinking about this um you know we just went, we just recently uh, wrapped through october and over the last couple of years has been like kind of two back-to-back conventions that i've that I, i've gone to uh we there's the portland one portland retro convention that grace and i usually go to and then there's a the one on the east coast that usually just i do because uh it, it's it's a lot to travel all the way to connecticut but um yeah i didn't do either of those no one did either of those this year and i kind of missed it I really missed it, even though the conventions can be really exhausting and they are fun, but they're like, I always come back like super tired. Yeah. My, <laughs> and sometimes, my... sometimes with a really bad cold, sometimes usually when I go to a convention, I do get sick. Um, and now it's like, uh, it's going to be like 2021. Even if there are conventions, I don't see myself going to any. Right. Well, the funny thing is like my, I set up widgets on my phone because I'm a dirty Apple user. And and I know that Android people have been able to do it forever. Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> so I set mine up and it I have one that just cycles through pictures of just, I don't know, cool stuff. Yeah. And there was one that cycled up today of a picture of us at PAX West maybe like three years ago. And it was like, yeah. wow, I look so cute and happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, look at me around all these people. Oh, whenever I... Uh, the, the, this is such a good picture of me. I should go back. I like to... um put on podcasts when I'm like playing games, but another uh, good one is like put on Netflix or put on Spotify and uh, put on stand-up comedy. It's kind of good when you just need some background. Yeah. And it's like, those are depressing because it's like, oh man, you can't ever go t- to a show like that ever again or not for a <laughs> while. There are um, a couple games I've been doing in quarantine that not, okay, not literally games since this is a video game podcast. I mean like things I do to, for fun that are not video games. <laughs> what? Why is this Can't talk about that in this brain? podcast? But one of the things I've done that I recommend other people doing, because if you have like high anxiety like me, this is sort of liberating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, I realized that because I, you know, obviously I work here. I don't really need a LinkedIn, um, which is a social network for like people who need jobs, <laughs> who have like jobs, yeah. office jobs. And so I kind of realized like, wow, you know, LinkedIn caps off how many like connections you have at 500. It'll just say 500 plus. Mm-hmm. So if you get managed to get 500 connections, then you just look super cool. Yeah, you just look super cool. So then I went like and just checkmark. added as many people as possible. I only got blocked or like soft locked on LinkedIn twice <laughs> for doing wait, <laughs> wait, they saw I I don't even think I have an account with LinkedIn and I get emails saying like, hey, like old like office mates from jobs I had in Alaska in 2014, you know, uh, hey, like, you know, Frank has added you on LinkedIn. And it's like, I don't think either of us have a LinkedIn account, but they soft block you when they when you spam too much. Yeah. Like basically they they just were like, no. Wow. You're this is too crazy. But pot, pot kettle, you know, that it's calling. Right. It took me a while to do it because I, I actually think only getting soft locked like twice was probably pretty good because i was starting from like one like 100 <laughs> like mine was really low 
And one hundred was that even before yeah. you signed up, you just you just, you just gave him your email address. It's like, oh, we already have a table for you. No, you know? I had kind of already been doing it, and especially since I was doing college <laughs> and stuff. They require you to do it. Yeah. Hold on. Shout out. Dear- LinkedIn soft lock any any percentage world record. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, chat. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know. There that that's been a fun one. I've gotten into puzzles recently. I hurt my back doing a puzzle too yeah. hard. So that's fun. That's a I get to think about how I'm aging while I'm doing the puzzle. So that's that's yeah. been thrilling. I've been um uh doing a lot of exercising because there was a uh, recreation center a rec center that um, had a gym and you had to go to the website and go through a very convoluted, like a bunch of hoops to find the right website where you could uh, pay just six bucks to reserve the gym. And they only allowed up to 10 people in the gym. And the last few times I did it, I was the only one in the gym. I had a whole, a whole gym to myself. I mean, not like a, a whole fitness center, not a whole planet fitness, but like, Mo- like a, a decently sized one of those things all to myself and uh that was great even in a non-pandemic time that's, that's like, thrilling it was great to be like out of the house in public i had no mask on thankfully it you know yeah. it, by by virtue of being a gym lots of fans lots of circulation uh, a lot of recycling. And there was no people, so you, I guess yeah. you took yours off. I would have kept mine on, but that's just because I have a lot of anxiety. Mm-hmm. And no, I, I, I just feel guilty. I went around, so I was like, I'm doing that. Uh, and then, of course, I you know, disinfected everything. They got disinfected wipes already. Uh, but that recreation center is now um, gone. Closed again. Closed again. again. Uh, the, their pool is still open, but that doesn't seem smart. Yeah. Uh, you, can, you can wash a bench press, and you can wash a bench. Yeah. Just, like, put some, you know, squirt it. It's good to go. I, does chlorine I guess kill everything? Is you're like, you're not breathing as much. You're just kind of. But I thought it was literally droplets. It's not. It's not breathing. It's literally yeah, moisture. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't quite feel safe doing it either. Yeah. So I'm gonna. Thankfully, the pool and the gym were like on opposite sides of the building, so I always felt safe. Um, but I uh, did order some exercise equipment that took a really long time to get here. Um, but yeah, we've been exercising more at home. We need to get back into ring fit. Yeah, um, we... I, I quit because I had my other elderly injury. I had mm-hmm. a bunion problem that I needed to get settled, and I did. I got I got some freaking custom orthotics. Those are expensive. Yeah, I am not thirty yet. I'm I'm quickly true. approaching thirty. You but are I'm yeah. already like getting custom orthotics, and I just got X rays done. Because I had some hip pain. It turns out I have arthritis in my hips. So I don't know, y'all. I'm just is that doing what arthritis? I thought you just didn't have cartilage. Is, yeah, that, is that what arthritis I, is? Well, it's called osteoarthritis, but yeah. Okay, whatever. You just have weird pain. That's yeah. That's not that's not fun. I'm just elderly. Okay. I'm yeah. Just and- embracing. I'm knitting with my Yorkshire Terrier, and mm-hmm. I'm having a great time at home. Yeah. With my sourdough starter and my sixty plants. Oh, yeah, we had a, a, a thought. So when everybody, um, when when the pandemic started, it was like everybody got really into bread, right? That yeah. Was, that was the thing everybody was doing. Grace, tell them about the hot new musical that's taking t- oh, okay. TikTok by storm. <laughs> well, we, we were trying to think of like, you know, what are the cultural things? Because, you know, I think even before bread, probably the other cultural thing that happened during the pandemic Toilet was paper. Tiger King. Toilet oh, paper yeah. also, but yeah, yeah. T- Tiger King toilet paper, sourdough starter, because we couldn't buy yeast. <laughs> and then I don't, 
There was I had an idea for something that was next. I think it was like ladies buying plants, which is something that I got really. Which is into. like we've already been doing. I don't know if that was a thing well, that you, ladies were you already, already had, doing, but I got like really into you, it. You got a sourdough starter because we were just trying to save money, and we're like, we can well, save- and I, I was already I was into sourdough the, starter before it was cool, and you were already like plants, to, and I was like, dude, you don't need to brag. You should buy that. more plants because it makes the apartment like a little more pretty. Go for it. I'm not decorating this place. You should decorate it. Go Actually, that was readers will be interested to hear that readers i mean listeners will be <laughs> sorry y'all can't read no i'm kidding you no, that's just me this everyone just else Derek. can read yeah no <laughs> this is my dyslexic ass um <laughs> but uh yeah so Derek wanted to have his video game collection here and he wanted to have all of his games here etc and i was kind of not okay with that because f- fellas you know gentlemen's germs ladies everybody them's days and the gays it was a lot way too much it is so much stuff it's like a little bit even for our two bedroom it's still too much i think we might need a third bedroom (laughs) just oh my god for the games i don't know we've talked before about how i have a rule that if something comes in another thing has to go out just because it's a little unmanageable Mm -hmm. we we have done a pretty good job so this is what derek did to get me to stop yelling at him about this (laughs) is he was like grace you get to decorate the entire apartment and i have no veto power over the apartment if i get to keep all my games and i was like okay fine but also so i it's like we all about plants but i i like your like whenever we go out Derek and, we, was and like, we get decoration <laughs> shit we always have like a little argument about what uh rug we want but but when we come home we got a rug or some curtains or a plant that we both like and i know it's more for you but i'm like it makes you happy i don't plants are cool i got no problem with plants and I get to have all my DVDs and games out. Well, you know, it's funny because Derek's like, Grace, do you really need another succulent? And I'm like, Derek, do you really need another copy of Metal Ground, <laughs> Metal of Honor for the GBA? And he's I like, mean, fine. Was, that, that, <laughs> was, that, was, that was more of a like, you sure you want to keep getting succulents? They keep dying. <laughs> no, I don't. How dare. But yeah, I know, I know a lot of people have <laughs> this problem. This is the compromise we made. It's mm-hmm. I've been enjoying it because I just get all this power. Um, so it's fun for me. And I guess yep. maybe Derek enjoys. Yeah. We let him think we don't like it. Compromise is important in relationships. I guess. And, yeah. All that. The Ratatouille musical. So that, I, I just wanted I wrote this down in our notes of things that we talk about. I just wanted people to know that the Gen Zers, if people here aren't on TikTok, they, they are on TikTok and they are crowdsourcing a musical for the Ratatouille Pixar movie. Mm-hmm. It's entirely organic. Like someone made a song and then someone else made an orchestral version of that song and then yeah. someone else did choreography <laughs> and then it just became this thing. There's so many songs now. There's so many. Oh, someone made a play build? There's a play. There's, oh, oh yeah, play tons build. of graphic designers. I've seen stage designers and set designers and this is like a full a full thing. And I feel like this like, would if you only were out happen. There, in a pandemic. Well, but also if you are out there and you're like, I want to make a tiny game jam game for the musical. <laughs> yeah. Like I want, like even if you are not part of the musical theater world, if you wanted to do that, this would be a great opportunity for you no, to grow a little bit. There's, there's some bomb lyrics and some bomb melodies and you could just, you know, put that on a square wave. 
Boy, put that in a fucking Nintendo yeah. Square Wave, uh, uh, you know, make an 8-bit version of this oh and then do God. some kind of Ratatouille uh, rhythm game. I don't know. Like, it, it, right now, it just feels like everybody's, like, just oh, oh being really creative and just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. I don't know if people can hear it, actually. They... Yeah. Alright, cut it, cut it, cut it. Cut it. <laughs> I actually had to tell Grace she had to stop singing that because it was getting stuck in my head. Okay, I, I you like, know what? I have a feeling that it might not have played through all the way. I'm sorry to everyone who's like listening to this yeah. after the fact. I'm gonna post some videos in like the stream chair share channel on on our Discord. So if people want to watch videos and listen to the songs, you can. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've saved a bunch and sent them to my mom, who is a big mu- musical theater nerd. So I. It has gotten to the point that apparently Patton Oswalt tweeted at Brad Bird. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patton Oswalt played the voice of Rat of Remy the Rat, and Brad Bird directed and wrote the film. So it's gotten to the point where like it's 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 getting something's happening. I hope so. Um, it's amazing, and I also don't think that like Brad Bird is so like corporate Disney dude that he would be like. I feel like this. If this all went down tomorrow, and it was like to cease and desist, a cr- a Disney might do that. I feel like Brad Bird wouldn't. I would hope he wouldn't. I I feel like just I don't feel like Nintendo like they would do like a Nintendo with mm-hmm. it. Like, I I don't know. I feel like they're probably a little bit chill, like, more chill. Like you know no what idea. the I was listening to an interview with Kelsey Lewin from the you know video game history mm-hmm. or yeah. foundation. I don't know if people are aware. I was listening to Polygamer and uh, they were talking about this big event they did where they actually showed the source code to Monkey Island like live on stream and they had the creator of Monkey Island like oh, damn. edit the code on screen like during the stream and they had a bunch of devs like in the chat. It sounded like such a cool event. But they actually had to go like ask permission at Disney <laughs> because obviously like Lucas Arts. Oh my god! Is now yeah. owned by Disney, so like they had in a roundabout way they had to get permission from them to do it, and they let them. So I don't know, like me. I mean, that's just a tiny example of them. But Disney like being potentially not, cool. They do not care about their video game stuff. They've kind of never cared about it, <laughs> um, or not as much as they probably should have, or they cared about it in very selective and dumb ways. Uh, I think that making a musical about uh, a successful Pixar film. That could be a problem. I hope it doesn't come to that, though. I guess I'm sorry I even brought it up, because I don't even know. You're sorry you brought it up? Because it's like, yeah, what am I just doing? Like, I'm just being like well, a Well, you apologized to me and to everyone else first. How about this? All right, I'll change the subject, or I'll just... I'll, 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 oh, wait. I'll, uh, someone in the chat oh. is pointing out that there is drama over Marvel versus Capcom 2. And still? also, I mean, there was at oh, some point. Yeah. But yeah, probably still. But also... Remember how in Kingdom Hearts 3, they didn't let them put any Final Fantasy characters in the game. It was only Disney characters. Yeah, and that I remember that. <laughs> that was upsetting to me. Me personally. Yeah. Okay, I'm just, you know what? Whatever. I'm just gonna, I was gonna say this. We can argue about something else. Okay. Ratatouille? Yeah. B tier. Okay. B tier. Uh, also, that, 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 that was. B- between what Wally and Up, for for Pixar films, even though that was like during like the golden era of Pixar, nah, Rat- Ratatouille's it's fine, but it's not one of the best. Putting that out there, wow. But to, like Up, where do you put Cars? 
That's all. Two. I've never seen Cars 2. I would say Cars is C tier. Cars yeah. is totally like, Ratatouille's fine. Cars was just like, what are you even doing? But the merchandise on that one was like ridiculous. It is kind of amazing that Ratatouille is the one that people decide to write a musical about. <laughs> yeah. Because you would think, car would Cars maybe make a better musical? There, There is that one musical that um, the guy who made Cats, mm-hmm. oh, I guess, is that Andrew? I don't Okay, I don't even remember his name right yeah, now. Yeah, it's not. But he also made a musical that was about of trains that wanted that wanted to boink each other. Oh yeah, and like ride around really fast. And it's actually so dangerous that they only perform it in like Germany or something like mm-hmm. that. Like you're not allowed to perform it. In and- the Andrew States. Lloyd Webber. Yeah, probably. is that the guy? <laughs> I don't know nothing about no musicals, but yeah, yeah. I think uh, what it had to do it, with it the would fact have to be something like that. I think the reason why they chose it is like Ratatouille is just a rhythmically satisfying word. Mm-hmm. It's, it's Ratatouille. Bop, 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 bop. It's just there's rhythm to it. You can easily even the, the melody is bop, 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 Ratatouille. Like it's, it just Starlight it, Express. It just you. writes itself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but, you know, there is a lot of roller skate blading on TikTok. I'm just saying it could a lot of everything. It could have come together. You know? Yeah. <sighs> well, the Starlight Express. Yep. I I guess I wanted to. I just wanted to like bring. It's that such up. a fun like. I don't know. It's a really positive. Just throwing it's, it out there because there's a lot of people like doing the uh, god the amount of creativity happening around this, and the thing is because people have like nothing else or they have very little else to really put that energy into, uh, so I'm just happy to see people like being creative, uh, even though I kind of don't. I have no skin in this game at all, <laughs> but I'm like from the sidelines going like, yeah, go for it. Cool. It's, it's Y'all truly go amazing. It. Yeah. Like all the effort people are. I, I can, I can still look at things I don't care about and be like, oh, go for it. Whatever. That's not for me. Doesn't, doesn't <laughs> affect me at all. But like oh, these people, I see all these people like making these incredible, these incredible TikToks with these dances and uh, like new songs and like their um, duetting people and like having their back and forth, you know, songs, uh, it's like, I just see like, wow, people are getting, they're sweating it out. They're getting, they, they are actively like getting the creativity out of their system. And I'm like, good. People should do that. People should be creative. And cause it's, it's a therapeutic, satisfying thing to do. So mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, cool. But I, I guess it's just the idea that this project could be made in a, <laughs> this, it's so collaborative it's just like how like is it I don't think it's possible to do this on literally any other platform with the exception of maybe on Twitter. If you did like a you told like a story through quote tweets, you know yeah. what I mean? If it was like one person said a ball, then someone quote tweeted it and said, you know, fell down the porch and then someone else said, well, TikTok into was, hell. Yeah, TikTok was know. made around, you know, music. Of course, it became a little more uh, broader than that. But like the entire point of TikTok was take a song you like and then lip sync to it. And that was kind of like, that was the start of it. So yeah, this is sort of, it could have only been done on TikTok or could have been done on Vine if Twitter wasn't garbage and d- just destroyed Vine and let it go. Yeah. There's an alternate timeline where Vine st- stuck around and TikTok didn't even have a chance to uh, take off because Vine was still kicking. Rest in peace, Vine. Ugh. Well, I think we should probably um, end the musical theater talk <laughs> hour portion of our podcast yeah. and talk this about what, video games. All right. Like I love doing the, I love the uh, uh, the game club stuff, but it's liberating to have a podcast. Where we can, <laughs> this is just like 
Derek and Grace just doing whatever. Yeah, just talking like we normally would. Mm -hmm. Would you see, I'm from the chat, Derek, would you see a Doom musical theater? <laughs> like, bit movie. Oh, God. But, I mean, it wouldn't be. I'm answering this right now. No, he wouldn't because he wouldn't even watch the 2005 version of Doom with me, even though I had never seen it before. Wait, wasn't I busy or something? No. Because you watched probably, it without I mean, me. how, what could make you so busy that you couldn't no, watch No, I would have watched me? it. I, I had. <laughs> Okay, so this is, I don't remember this. This is, you're putting me at a disadvantage. I don't know in what situation where I would have not watched it with you. And I know that I didn't watch it with you, which means I must have had a good reason. Um, I I don't know what it was. It was probably like eating burgers or something more important to yeah, you than probably, hanging out with probably, me. Yeah, maybe it was. <laughs> it was really hurtful. Maybe I was too busy playing Doom uh, 16 uh, multiplayer, which is, which was, which was great. Yeah, we were in Alaska, so you were probably... <laughs> Like, Did you watch it in Alaska? In your, yeah, I watched it with my dad. Oh, okay. So I was probably out like hanging out with my family. Oh, darn. What a jerk. <laughs> no, this you're guy. probably touching your video game I was collection. Pro probably in the goddamn storage, which I don't have anymore. Yay. I was, you know, I was. Now you can do that here while you watch Doom 2005. Well, I can, I can one day go back to Alaska and not spend a huge fraction of my time at my storage unit trying to figure out how I'm going to bring all this crap down here. Um, Man, I think it would be kind of fun to watch video game movies in the Discord somehow. I don't know if that's possible. We did. We've um, done something way, like way, that before. Yeah, way, way back we did sort of a... a we used to have a, a... movie club. Yeah, movie... Kind of like the game club, but a movie club. Yeah. I think that would be so fun. Because I, I honestly... Some... You know, just because of... I don't know. My life. I have not watched very many video game movies. Mm -hmm. And I would like to watch more because all of them are just so uh, like just interesting and terrible. <laughs> Wait, that's not true, Grace, because you and I just recently watched the best video game movie of all time. No joke. It's not a, this is not a setup where I say Double Dragon. No. Wreck-It Ralph 1. Ugh. is in a le legitimately great film. I okay, and a great Derek, video I'm going to say film. something offensive. I think maybe it's like B tier. No, nah, man. Like it, it's not, it's an, you know, it's better than most video, like video oh, movies that have games in them. Yeah. But it's not like, it's not on the level of a um, Ace Attorney, the Ace Attorney movie from like Japan. I think it is. I think it is. And it's also a little difficult to, um... so here's the thing I like about Wreck-It Ralph is that it doesn't need to be about video games. And in a way, it's just kind of a vehicle for telling their kind of fun story about being yourself and having friends and blah, 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 blah. But that when you're going to go up to the bell, you better ring it, right? Mm -hmm. And the fact that they make this whole thing... If you're going to have Qbert in your goddamn movie, yeah. <laughs> you bet you're going to make it count. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And here's the thing they do. <laughs> like, it's... it's Every video game joke there is, like, earned. Um... It's 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 there. It, there's a reason for it to be there. Uh, I don't I don't think there's a whole lot of jokes that are like, "Hey, look at me, I'm Kid Icarus." It's like, "Okay, hi, bye." Why and did then, you say Kid Icarus? Because Kid Icarus is in the movie. No, he's not. Yeah, you said Kid, Kid Icarus, Icarus is not I thought, in the movie. Oh my gosh, I was like, not you our know, YouTube friend Kid Icarus, seminal no. YouTuber Kid Icarus. Yeah. No, Kid. <laughs> I guess I should have said, said Pitt, because Pitt is actually the name. Pitt is the character that stars in Kid Icarus. Or um, or the, the one, like, uh, the best joke in the movie is, like, I am bad guy. So Zangief is bad guy. But does that, that does not mean he's bad, I am bad guy. Bad guy? Yeah. <laughs> Ralph, you are bad guy. 
That doesn't mean you are a bad guy. Like that's best, best. That's line so, of the movie. Not only is that a not only is that a great joke. The delivery of the joke and the animation is really good. No, that whole movie's great. It's a little slow at the start because the whole uh, metal thing is a gigantic uh, MacGuffin. That so the movie kind of like. Oh, Derek, we don't. I'm going to stop you there. We're not right. going to get into that. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that's the plot. The, of that, that is the, but um, I will say that's the only criticism. <laughs> criticism I would give you is that like it kind of has to set up a lot in first act. But man, it, it just once once you get once you get to Candy Kingdom, it's cooking and it's great. Uh, and it's a good message for the kids. And then I'll have, yeah, yeah. Robin E actually in the the chat brought up the Sonic movie, and I do want to bring it up because right. I think it's the only movie we saw in theaters this year. Yeah, we we technically <laughs> Oscar saw Oscar nominated film Sonic. We saw Cats and Knives oh, Out. Oh, that's right, Cat Knives Cats Knives Out and Sonic. But and I think the... I would say that Sonic was that was a great movie. That was pretty was good. Fun. Like I, I feel like most people did not like it, but I actually was like pretty positive on it. Like I would, I would put it like underneath Wreck It Ralph, but I, maybe like a B minus. Like I, I thought it was yeah. way better than I thought it would be. That that's a movie that is great for kids. I take my niece and nephew to it. I watch it with them. I mean, like, yeah, th there's a lot of that movie. I felt like there's a lot of stuff that like was not for me. I, well, I think that and I'm okay with that. The thing about it is like, yeah, they have to do their like, you know, classic Hollywood kids movie plot, which is mm -hmm. like, oh, I haven't really grown into myself and I'm not really sure where I belong. And then the movie is like, you know, ABCD, you d get that, whatever. But I thought Jim Carrey was so good yeah. he's so like made yeah. me laugh genuinely and just like the little moments in that movie are fun i enjoyed the sponsored olive garden stuff i thought they did a really good job to me that that was oh. like oh god that and amazon were were like it just felt like in it just to felt, me it was like wayne's world holding up the nikes like to me it no, was i felt like they did a was, really good job it was it. too like uh, it was too genuinely like hey kids it's like you, you say you saved the world here's a free uh bowl of breadsticks at olive garden yeah. coupon i thought that was so funny yeah i didn't yeah i didn't like that no, all right, all right. I, you know what that's fine Rocket ralph is such a such a genuinely clever film I told you it was going to be controversial. Such a such an all the there's so many jokes in that in that, in that movie that are like incredibly well crafted and timed and built. Uh, yeah, that world was yeah that guy was great, and I heard the second one was like they completely dished the video game aspect, and I heard he makes a YouTube channel and he has to get up ready for people to make bad comments for him, and I was just like I never bothered to see it. And then a friend of mine I talked to him about it, and he was just like yeah it was kind of sad and clearly like not pro you kind of get comparing the two films you got the sense the people that made wreck it ralph one did not want to make wreck it ralph two um and but they were kind of forced to by disney and yeah you know what uh maybe if we decide to do some kind of movie club yeah we maybe we could talk about it sometime yeah or it's know, i think it's on Netflix i don't know if people would be interested like that. in that let us know yeah but um, I, I think we should probably talk about, you know, now that we're 40 minutes into the video game podcast, <laughs> we should probably talk about I mean, new consoles or something. Is it a video game podcast or is it a podcast <laughs> like people that have a video game channel? <laughs> Let the viewers decide. Um, I don't apologize for nothing. I will talk about Record Ralph all goddamn day. <laughs> so we we actually didn't get new next generation consoles at all. So we um we can't I, I'm. 
I'm really sorry. I feel like we can't give you like the content yeah. you crave. But um, and that that's purely because like a personal thing, Derek and I try as hard as we can to never pre-order things because, mm-hmm. you know, Red Ring of Death, the Joy-Con Drift, things happen yeah. that are, you know, and also this year was extra weird because a lot of games got canceled while, you know, while the, the game pass on the Xbox One or sorry, Series X is something that we genuinely love on the Xbox One. It's like, hey, we still have an Xbox One. We don't really yeah. need the Series X. But I did have the opportunity to um, stop over at a friend's house who was in in our little oh, bubble. Yeah. Who I, I actually think we're probably not going to see them again for a few weeks just because we want to be extra safe. But I was able to go over before that happened. And I was able to play on their PS5. And I got to play Astrobots. Yes. And it was amazing. I loved it. Because I, I had heard about Astrobots. I had heard that, you know, it's like the packed in like little... I was told I was told it was like a little demo. Is it, is it a packed in game? Yeah, I think it, it comes with the PS5. Oh, okay. or at least that's what my friend told me. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I was not aware of it at all, but I, I think I, I know I watched both the various streams for Microsoft and Sony, and I think I walked away from them being like, I don't remember any of them. Anything about m- most of like there was Demon Souls remake. And it's about it. I just it completely in one of the snacks. Other. Oh, yeah, Bug Snacks. Yeah. <laughs> We're um, very pro Bug Snacks. Carol Carol Benito is a great group. She listened to music. But I only really found out about this game. It really came into my orbit when people were like, yo, check out this PlayStation 1 mouse. Check out Robit uh, from Jumping Flash hanging out in this game. And people telling me there's like Parappa and Um Jammer Lammy. Mm-hmm. And this kind of feels so this is this game is like a big celebration of this is the playstation mini all this cool sony playstation stuff in this like fun cute little collectathon platformer thing yeah tell me about it and honestly i i have not played any of the astrobot games before so i can't really uh speak to have there been more astrobot games yeah there i mean there was one on psvr and oh that's probably why i never heard of it stuff like that yeah and um but i think what's really cool about it is just what each level is I don't know if each okay I, I I played it a little bit but as you go through these levels you get to encounter like different quote unquote artifacts that you find mm-hmm. and it's just amazing to see to like walk on up to a for example PlayStation mouse which was yeah. like the first artifact I found and be able to like rotate it around and just be like oh like I just like I, and, I was just and like since you, and you've seen one up close you've seen what they look like how does it compare to the real thing? It looks it looks phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, it looked so <laughs> Actually, good. You came home to me and you were like, "We need to get that game because think of the B roll." Yeah, <laughs> really. Like honestly, Dude, it was the next time we talk about the play PS One mouse, we get to show footage from the game, the B roll. Um, yeah, it was. I was like, "Oh, it'll be think- so much easier." I, I kind of when I think about like, what if Nintendo was able to do something like that? Would how amazing would that be? Just like you walk up on something and then it's like, "All right, here's a." link cable <laughs> just rotating here's the here's the multi t- oh here's like the virtual on twin sticks <laughs> yeah it's here's it's the just, drink cast fishing reel i mean the and there were so many man with there, i the playstation doesn't have as many fun peripherals as like nintendo does or like dreamcast did or anything like that or sega did i guess but 
I mean, you did like I, I came up on like an iToy camera. Yeah, like you know, yeah, Sony still a has their gadgets. Yeah. There's... Oh, there was a pocket station. Yep. Yep. There was all that stuff. What about the big PS3 rifle light gun thing that you could put put the move? I found into? a move controller. Okay. I, I actually I think the game is probably about. It felt like it would be about four to five hours long, mm. and I only played for like thirty minutes. So it's hard. I don't know exactly what you can all the things that are in there, but man, it was so cool and. My friend was telling me because he also got Demon Souls and the new Spider-Man game. And he was like, yeah, I haven't played those games, though. I've just played <laughs> <laughs> this, this little pack in game. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. And honestly, that was sort of like looking at all the launch games. It was like, yeah, Bug Snacks, Demon Souls. It's about it. <laughs> and like, I don't know, I can play Gears 5 in like 120 frames per second. Yeah. Um. It really was just this is this is this kind of worth holding off on, especially when they were like all the, these both these systems like four or five hundred bucks and the game's seventy dollars. You know, we went and got ourselves a new lens for the camera uh, and, yeah. and stuff like that. It was like we have if we're going to spend like stupid money like this, like let's actually put it into the show um, or to save it or um, or like maybe upgrade our TV, which we've been using the same TV since 2012. Oh, yeah. And we we and no, so we, well, we actually went out and did that in 2015. Got when we first moved here, we black... bought yeah we bought t we bought a TV in 2015. Grace, oh my gosh, not 2012. Oh my gosh, uh, but yeah, we finally well I bought the, well no what happened is I bought that TV in 2012, and then when we moved, my oh. mom bought us the same TV. Is that what it was? Yeah, because oh, we right, gave her the TV. Yes, and then okay. I don't. Yeah, it was very silly. So <laughs> it's like a really old TV. Yeah, but it's. it's I don't know. It's been fine, but then we got like a new TV that was like, oh, kind of. Yeah, really, anything would have been would have been like, an improvement. Whoa. But like, yeah, we got the new TV, and it was just, and it's also a little bigger. Um, I was like, wow, this is how your this is how like modern games are supposed to look and sound. So honestly, just upgrading our TV was basically like getting a new system because yeah. now I can play games I've already played before. I can now I can put Demon Souls on my PS3, and it'll look even better on my bigger TV. I, I do wish that I mean that's the one game that for you I would want just for you to play because the idea of like Demon Souls in sixty frames per second, dude. Is Demon Demon Souls, pretty rad. That was that was the most fucking no brainer remake because that game holds up. I, I, I said this before, but like you know the the Dark Souls formula that FromSoft has been iterating on and kind of like pumping games out for, they nailed it with the first one. Like there were a lot of big improvements that they made with Dark Souls, but really like out of the gate, the things that you know and love from a Souls game was were there in Demon Souls. So just give that game a fresh coat of paint, ship it out. But apparently there's like new content. There's a couple of new locked doors and some new uh, uh, items that he will. It's the one thing I do miss out on is uh, I guess I wish I would have had a PS5 in Demon Souls so I can be there with the community as everyone's trying to figure out all this new stuff. Yeah. With act, like active an active online community. Yeah. Would but be really also cool. were, when you played the PS3 demon souls, were you online at all? It was, yeah, it was still online. Okay. Um, and, uh, I never, I don't think I ever got invaded by, there's like, uh, uh, canned like AI invasions where like red dudes just show up and start attacking you. But I don't think I ever got invaded by, a, by a person, mm -hmm. but there were like still hints like, you know, 
attack this wall to for a false wall or you know don't yeah, jump like here. Yeah, people leave nice notes. Yeah, or mean notes. I we actually got this as a question from um, Mattias yeah, on the yeah. Patreon, and actually whenever we post about the podcast being on on Patreon, you can comment or you can just Twitter DM us. We're pretty loose. Just let us know if you want us to talk about something. But they yeah. had a question about the Demon Souls remake in general um, because the Demon Souls remake has a few changes in it it might have some extra content that you people need to unlock and we're trying to figure that out but they also did some things they changed some enemies in some ways that maybe are better in other yeah. ways the, the ten like visually might break the lore like i know some of like the lizard soldiers don't have scales anymore like it, it depends on what you care about yeah with these games i think but that they, they, they might the, 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 the tendency stuff they really needed to, to, to i would say that was the one thing that changed all right, sorry. Read the question already, then. Okay, yeah. So, should remakes always be as close to the original as possible, flaws included, or should the developers be allowed to take some creative liberties and fix the problems or expand on cut content from the original release? I mean, I guess that's the difference between a remaster and a remake, right? A remaster, like, if you're thinking about the term master, uh, at least maybe in an audio sense, after you write the song, you mix the song, then you master the song. It's the last step. So when you know a remastered song if we're just talking about you know the you know just the pure words here it is just that last step where you kind of finalize everything just redo that step but it's you know we've gotten some flack for it by calling ports remasters a those, different those version. lines are really fluid and in i my and to be honest those lines defining those lines not really interesting to me mm -hmm. because every game is so different it's a case by case um, basis. So, I mean, yeah, Dark Souls 2 Scholar of the First Sin was a, the PS4 uh, and Xbox One remake of Dark Souls 2, which changed a lot of stuff. Uh, is it a port? Is it a remaster? Is it a remake? Um, this Demon Souls, yeah, they did a lot for the graphics to make it look better. But, like, if all they did was, like, change the aesthetic of a couple of enemies and added a few more mystery doors with mystery items. Um, is that really a remake? Because I don't really care. The case-by-case -case system, the case-by-case -case, uh, logic for me is there are some games that needed work, mm -hmm. needed to do a lot of work. Um, I, I, I talk about uh, GoldenEye, or no, sorry, Perfect Dark a lot. Another one is, um, uh, what was it? Guardian, Guardian Heroes on the Saturn just performance wise, those games ran really, really terribly. They looked really impressive for the systems they were on. But like really all the remakes or remasters needed to do was just like, you know, fix the frame rate and, the, you know, just make this game run like it was meant to. Mm -hmm. uh, and like, that's enough because like some games are just like, it's great. Leave it. It's fine. Yeah. But there's other things like, I don't know if they changed it with this game, but like, you know, the tendency system in Demon's Souls was always kind of too obtuse for its own good and never really made a lot of sense or seemed to really do much like that would be a thing you could absolutely like retool or just forget it um so it's every game has like some stuff that you can leave warts and all or yo fix shit you know what i would like to see more in remasters uh I guess, yeah, remasters over a remake. Mm -hmm. but in a remaster, I think what I would ideally like to see is if the developer could somehow 
whoever is doing the remaster could somehow get a hold of the original source code. Yeah. And then could like look at the code and be like, what are the things that were commented out? Like, what are the things that are like, oh, someone just like took it and dragged it out of the <laughs> outside yeah. the skybox and like could and like being able to add in special features like a director's cut, like, okay, here's this enemy that they cut. We're yeah. going to put it back in here uh, or something like that. I, I think the Game Boy Color version of Crystalis, mm-hmm. there is like a dungeon or two or a boss or two that they wanted to put in the NES original and couldn't. Yeah, uh, that's really cool. And that, Yeah, unfortunately, I think that version has other compromises due to it being on a Game Boy Color really, really hurt mm-hmm. the port as a whole. Well, yeah, like... I. But that, I as, mean, I know a Game Boy Color is better than just the original NES, but it's not like the screen size is not. No, <laughs> uh, but like, there's also like uh, while you were talking, I looked behind you and I saw another game that is like, is it a remaster? Is it a remake? Is it a different game completely? The GoldenEye 007 remake for Wii, mm-hmm. and I think eventually came out on like PS3 and stuff, um, where it sort of retells GoldenEye the movie, but Daniel Craig is Bond and it does attempt to recreate some of the levels, but it's basically it's running off of the Call of Duty engine. So you're looking down sights and it's like auto uh, auto clipping, you know, auto auto aiming on the endings. You look down sights and stuff like that. It's uh, you can only carry two weapons, I believe. Um, Not for nothing. It's that that's a very interesting way to handle that. It was like like kind of the best they could do because that game is just like kind of stuck in this uh, terrible struggle between Nintendo and Microsoft and EA. Oh, I'm on. sorry if people can hear weird yeah. thumping sounds on my mic. The dog just decided to scratch the pillow that he was laying on. Monster, stop it! Beep Just go to go to bed. Yeah, Lie down. Yeah, just chill. I'm sorry. Oh, that that pillow wasn't comfortable enough. Yeah. Jesus. There we go. Start oh my paying God. rent. You yeah, start no. complaining about pillows. I, I like the, the, to me the discussion is kind of fun to have, um, just because talking about remakes and remasters, I think it's important to uh, uh, you know it's one thing just to port a game over. Like Virtual Console is neat. Yeah, but it was well, just it, like it, here's the game again. But to try demon, and improve on it, yeah, is 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 a good way to preserve it as I well as introduce cool a new audience to try to improve it. Like I, I guess I technically agree with you, but there are some things. That on a personal level, I feel really sympathetic to the people on who are maybe upset about certain things in Demon Souls. Yeah, because I know for me coming the most the thing I've had the most recent experience with this with is was that um, Toys for Bob remake of uh, Spyro, the original mm-hmm. like of the Spyro trilogy or whatever, and just seeing certain things like certain you know characters like. They, they were just like a mess of polygons. They didn't look like anything, you yeah. know what I mean, before. And now seeing someone trying to give them curves and interpret what it should have looked like. <laughs> it's like, that's not what I thought it looked like. Yeah. No, I, I <laughs> you know, and I'm like, I, know I got kind of like, disappointed with there it. There is no board of shadowy direct, you know, there's no board of directors of, uh, of, uh, of purse holders, purse string holders that would ever do this. But man, we need like a 4K, 8K remake of some super low poly shit. Well, I mean, um, somebody, the, somebody in the, the chat Halo. posted. Oh, sorry. Well, so, someone in the chat posted uh, a Shadow Tower, which is like basically. That would be hilarious. It's like the original, you know, Demon Souls, the original Dark Souls. But like, yeah, big fat polygons, but like blow it up on my, you know, my 20K TV or whatever. Uh, of course, yeah, these mess of polygons, you have to give them shape and you have to give them texture to make them look like a real thing. 
But man, that's what I would like. Well, really, I mean, like, if I can it. extrapolate from that, like the Halo um, anniversary edition does have yeah. that, like at least, you know, on Halo 1, I was playing that where you could like switch it back to the old graphics, which was so fun. Or, and I guess an example of a game that did this that wasn't even a remake, doesn't the new Dragon Quest uh, 10 on the oh, Switch? 11. 11 yeah. Doesn't it, it let you revert back to like a Famicom pixel style? Yeah, you can play the game in like a 16-bit <laughs> style and I think it has like square peg, you know, old chiptune music. I love that. That is rad. That, that, well, that's like a cool official D-make. Yeah, you know? like that, that must have taken them a lot of resources and i appreciate that they but also would have done that the dragon quest games sell sell by the metric ton in in japan so those they got the money for that type of thing uh yeah and where does that fall is that like a, is that also a remake or is that is that technically a remaster it is one that goes you know uh you t we always think of remaster as like arrow pointing up what about the arrow going down what if you mm -hmm. like remaster the game but to make it you know a d make that's very interesting and fun. I guess like Doom 64 was another one. Oh, man. That game's game, that came game out. of the year. Yeah, and you you had a couple. Oh, my God. I know you had a couple nitpicks about it, like um, the way the Kakodemons Oh, yeah. Or something no, like that. I do that. think that some of the uh, monster design is like kind of weak. Yeah. But they redesigned the monsters from, you know, top to bottom. Some of them are good. I think, yeah, the Kakodemon, I think in particular, is like really bad looking. I also think that like the... Uh, I always thought that the, the the pinky demons were like a little too like kind of top heavy and slender. Mm -hmm. I always recall them always just being like a big box and they're sort of like an upside down triangle in that game. I thought they kind of looked kind of funky. Yeah. But like. And that like, one, it, they like, probably had to like design it for a little bit for what like the doom, like Kaka demons and the pinky guys look like now and like, you know, doom eternal or whatever, mm -hmm. but also kind of make it look like what it did in the N64. So it, that probably was I mean, kind well, of difficult. The doom 64 remake doesn't change the uh, character designs at all. Oh, it does. It yeah. doesn't try to match the no, aesthetic. No, no. I guess I kind of felt like it did or it like looked no. towards like, Oh, this is how they made the faces on the, no, really. I, they, I don't know stuff. exactly what they did, but they, they, they just took that N64 game. And they they shoved it onto a disc or, you know, shoved it onto a, a you know, onto Steam uh, and just gave it better brightness options and faster, you know. No, they changed rate. the character design. No. Doom 64 remake? Yeah. Changed almost. No, changed like nothing from the N64 game. Okay. Yeah, right. no. Nope. I don't know where you get this idea. Sorry. No. No. They, they changed only what they needed to. Okay. Which was really just the brightness. Yeah. And uh, the game is stupid dark. Okay. Um, Maybe for some reason my brain is like going into the the Doom levels they did where you you can play like old Doom level style. Oh, that was Doom like sixteen, the, yeah. And well, no, in Doom sixteen. Yeah. Maybe my brain was like conflating those two mm -hmm. a little bit. Those were, and that's that's a fun. If we ever go back to Doom ports again, that's aren't those technically Doom ports? Is like the weird Doom remake levels that you can play in Doom sixteen, like the maps look like the old school doom but all the uh the enemies are from the new game it, it, yeah that, that i loved those those were super fun they did it in wolfenstein as well yeah i guess um all right but they, that, question, that, that question yeah, yeah another question we got is from that sort of kind of goes along i think is sort has a sort of similar context is the from gabriel duque or i should just say one name sorry gabriel sorry <laughs> <laughs> um, which the question is, 
Uh, what do you guys think about the uh, Nintendo strategy in launching many versions of consoles from the past? This year we got the Game & Watch with Mario Bros. 1 and 2, the Lost Levels. You know, what do you guys think? The limited run stuff, I think, is really gross. Yeah. Um, if it's, What is happening with that? I don't know. So I think what happened with the NES Mini way back in the day was... That was going to be a holiday thing because they were going to launch the Switch in March. Mm-hmm. So they announced in October, November that the NES Mini is coming out. Uh, but I'm pretty sure that like Nintendo really kind of manufactures its own stuff. So they were like, well, we're only going to run these until December because then we have to go all hands on deck for the Switch, which they did make a lot of copies of. But I do recall Switch was super hard to find when it came out. Um, but they didn't really say that. And then when Super Nintendo Mini came out, I think it was just like, yeah, they're out. They're everywhere now. And they brought back the NES Mini. So it's it to me, it's like if you have if you're having manufacturing shortages and stuff, just tell us. But maybe that's just not how business works. I don't run. Well, I mean, these that, that's a classic thing. They've always there's always been conspiracy theories about that from as long as there have been. They've been making yeah. consoles. Yeah. And not, yeah not, not even just Nintendo. But it, it, it when they say that. It, so my first thought is, OK, so you got all these things that will be limited run. Does that mean we're going to get the Switch Pro? in March or if it is about coronavirus and stuff like that because that's you know Japan has been really and are you talking specifically about the game and watch being limited availability yeah because the game and watch is gonna be limited but also so is Mario 35 and uh something something else the uh fire emblem original game I yeah forget what that is titled but, but yeah the the, the NES original the special game, edition version which by it. the way was already remade for the DS anyway so you this, can, this is weird yeah, yeah. But not getting too far off topic here. I don't. It, to me, it just seems like Nintendo must have a legitimate reason. But like, why do you have a limited run on a digital game? Mm-hmm. I don't understand what that's about. However, this Game and Watch thing, super dumb. And I, I kind of want it. Um, Not enough to really like go out and, and, and like search for one. Definitely after the announcement. I kept on looking at their website and they didn't really have a release date for the game and watch for a while. I think I kind of gave up on it. What I would like to see, because this is the game and watch the portable game and watch thing. It has game and watch games on it as well as Mario one and Mario two lost levels. Um, so does that mean you can hack this thing? Of course. Can we get Mega Man on here? Can we get like all the Zeldas on here? Uh, that would be awesome. If I could just have like a game and watch and it's like, here's the entire NES. You just want Mariana. someone to like mod it for you. Oh, basically. baby. Oh, baby. Can I play Sweet Home on the go with a game and watch? Um, even though it's like th- those products phone, exist. But... Like we get emails yeah, from know, people who want us to like sp- do videos about those products like constantly. <laughs> yeah, we just, just yeah. Two minutes to do, not enough time. But you just want you just want one that's like has that but official game and, game and watch. watch yeah. like, I I had steez. a couple game and watches growing up. I don't know whatever happened to them. I'm sure my mom just like uh, tossed them out when yeah. she got rid of all of our toys and stuff. But I had a uh, a a man a manhole. Uh-huh. I had a manhole growing Classic. up, and um, a friend of mine uh, who was way richer than me, my friend Ryan, my friend, my dumbass friend Ryan that I talked about. <laughs> Uh, in a video and other videos. Yeah, he had a couple of uh, Game & Watches that were like um, like the two screen ones like the, 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 that the DS was kind of modeled after. Uh, yeah, those are those are rad as hell. And to have one of those, like it's one thing to have a cool kind of like proto Game Boy Advance thing that somebody made in their garage. 
uh, and it has a bunch of cool features. And that's awesome. But man, I do have a connection to those Game & Watch. And seeing the Game & Watch uh, mini, yo, that, that, that seemed, seemed pretty rad. I'll tell you what's not rad, though. Hmm. That Game Gear Mini. <laughs> uh, that Game Gear Mini, it's like the size of a VMU. It's basically a little Tamagotchi. It's too dumb even for me. That I'm, I'm like, ma- that actually kind of made me mad because it's like, here's a genuinely cool product and then you made it like stupid small so it could have the extra, um, the the the, the magnifying glass on it. I get, well, I, I, I think they man. really made it small so you could like make it a keychain and put it on your backpack. No, no, no. Well, I, no. I mean, that's what it was. Then why but... did you advertise it? Like we got four different models with four different games, 16 games, so many play the classic games. And then you have a, it's, I mean, my hands ain't even like freakishly big or anything, but like I looked at that, I was like, I don't know if I could, playing games on a VMU was like a fun thing to do when it was just Pinta's Quest and you really just had to push left and right once and hit A and B. Yeah. To play a full on platformer? To play I'm Sonic. playing, I'm playing Sonic on like a thing that's the size of my thumb, literally my thumbnail. Doing that final Robotnik fight? No, no. <laughs> Get out of here! You I, this could have been you. Time. You were the chosen one. You could have been so cool. Yeah, it's really frustrating. I don't understand it because it, it could have been a nice little. I mean, Seg, it's not like Sega's shy about making little plug and play consoles, but you know, this was both of them and Sony just really biffed it. Yeah, the I execution think, of the I console. think like you know, Nintendo probably came out with like maybe the best uh, best show, um, and then I think by the time Sony did the PlayStation Mini. People have moved on. No one really cared. And no, people were excited about it. It's just that they genuinely didn't do a put, great job. Didn't do any effort on it. Yeah, I that's my opinion. Anyway. And I feel like it. it's definitely a trend that's gone, man. I don't think it, I, I don't I don't think so. I think people will still like I think people I, would absolutely buy a like GameCube mini or an N64 I, mini that has just a bunch of first party Nintendo on it. I think that slap, there are a few six or something. Oh, that, I mean, all right. People would buy it, of course. Yeah. But not in the numbers that like they're expecting. Like this is a premium thing for you know turbo nerds uh, like me. Um, but no, it's not. It's for ki- people who have kids mm-hmm. who like. Oh, these are games I used to play as a kid. Also, that it'll get them off their damn Fortnite or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It'll make them get offline. And this is a game system I know is safe because you can't do anything. True, with it. but I think there like, are better it, ways to do that than like a whole new skew, a whole new device. But I don't know what's. Well, I don't know what Nintendo's doing with um uh Switch Online and the NES library of games. That like oh, there's been six new games put out this whole year. Uh, it's clear that like nintendo just doesn't put this priority and i guess i'm, I'm kind of of the, of the opinion like if you're gonna do it do it right don't waste my time because emulation has got you beat yeah i mean i don't know it's it's a i i think I, this is a product for people who aren't emulating stuff all the I time could, well you say like this is to get these kids off the damn Fortnite, and that's probably true but i there were I a mean, whole as bunch a parent of, that's why i would buy one for there were a kid. bunch of comments when so we, we made the uh like the, the 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 love roms site in the emulation yeah. games preservation video a couple of years ago and uh it really struck me as uh a lot of there were a handful of comments enough that i really took notice of people talking about yeah hey I, i'm watching this video i'm a 20 something or i'm still a teenager but everybody I know in my school 
went through an emulation phase. Mm -hmm. They all went through a phase where they were like, oh, I, I, you know, I grew up with 360 or PS3 or PS4, but I always hear about these old NES games. I can go check them out. And what's the easiest way to do that? You go to a ROM site. Um, and the idea that, like, that's something that a lot of gamers do is so beautiful to me. Mm -hmm. So wonderful because, also, you know, the information is there. Uh, it's available. You can't go to the library like you can for old literature or old records or something like that. Um, and I do wonder if, like, there are kids that, like, don't need an NES Mini. You might get more people interested in retro games with a product like that. But maybe like retro games kind of sell themselves and the availability with, uh, you know, ROM sites is enough. Well, but when you're a publisher and you're like, I don't like it when people pirate my stuff, but obviously there's but a there's, demand. <laughs> again, like th then, you know, do virtual consoles, sell for five bucks. Yeah, a pop, it, it is baffling. PlayStation Classic stuff. It, was, it is baffling. Uh, do backwards compatibility like Xbox does. Like there are better ways to go about it. And I think like having a neat physical thing you put on your shelf is neat. But most I don't it, it's they should stop making these devices. I think they're going to be gigantic, you know, 20 million sellers because they're really they're at best. You have a small collection of people that are going to buy it mainly for nostalgia. And that's the that's the best you're going to get. Yeah, it, it's one of those things where it feels like. It's just Nintendo being Nintendo and you can't really you just kind of roll your eyes on it at it and move on because it's like, yeah, yeah they, it would be like, what the heck are they doing with their switch online stuff? It is yeah. kind of not like I'm not going to say it's garbage, but it's a little bit garbage <laughs> that we're in the years that, you know, that thing launched in 2017 uh, every year that the switch has been, you know, existing. It's been way behind. Like there's just internet. less and less games that are coming out. Well, not even that. Just like the I feel internet, like they're just not as prioritizing it. I think that I think Nintendo's got some big plans. Yeah. And I don't know what they're going to do next. And I do worry that, like, yeah, Corona, COVID nineteen, like, really fuck up their plans. Um, like with Mario and a lot of like their big game this holiday season is uh, a Muso game. Is a Zelda game, but it's Age of Calamity and then Pikmin 3. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, those are. That's, so, this is already the best selling Pikmin game. Was it really? I haven't heard yes, about that. Okay, it good. Is. I think it's sold over like 1.75 million. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> or something. Yay! Okay, actually, now that I say that out loud, I you need to double you check. You did it, that. Arlo. You did it, boy. <laughs> Arlo. I don't know. Like, it, it is really confusing. I, I, I guess at the same time, though, Nintendo isn't hurting right now. They just, I think, like, in October, they sold more consoles yeah. in that month than any month ever for any console. Just, like, an insane sell-through yeah. for the it's Switch right now. It's just kind of strange that, in a weird way, the Wii U was, like, Nintendo at, like, maybe it's a, a, at some kind of creative peak. Like, don't forget that Breath of the Wild was made to be a Wii U game. And then I think, you know, a lot of the teamwork that was doing a lot of those great Wii U games uh, helped make Mario Odyssey. That weirdly enough, that was kind of like their peak and they're like, they've done well with the switch, you know, cause animal crossing is an insane hit and Pokemon for all the, uh, uh, all the controversy it had still moved a lot of units, but you know, I Their most successful games are all Wii U ports. Yeah. 
and you do get the sense that like okay you're you wii u was a huge flop for you uh you, you guys are back switch is selling like crazy before you know COVID 19 hit so what are you doing with all that success how can you haven't announced another uh mario game you've already announced the zelda game but you haven't said a single word about it since yeah um they must have something else they they, they of course a company like this is always thinking like you know five ten years in advance mm-hmm. um nintendo's too quiet well oh right actually now. it just occurred to me mm. we are completely ignoring animal crossing i've said animal this, crossing you did okay yeah. i feel like Animal Crossing might be the killer Switch game just based on But I mean like sales. That game came no, out of, that game came out of March. No, yeah. And, and yeah, no, nothing it's been a juggernaut. It's like sold Undeniably. as much as Pokemon. Yeah, it's out <laughs> sold Pokemon, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. And there's only one of those games. Wild. Um so like but also that was March, yo. Yeah. So here we are six months later, seven months later. What do they got? Hyrule Warriors 2? And the, Hyrule this Fire War- Emblem game as well, I guess. Oh yeah, the remake, though it's you know. Well, that oh the NES remake. Not I thought you were talking about Three Houses. But that came out a, a while yeah, ago. Yeah, exactly. I, no, I was like, talking about the little remake. Yeah, or the of they made of the NES game. Yeah, they, I guess they, that's a remaster. They, re- they re- repackage a bunch of 3D Mario Just a, games. Here's a ROM. Yeah, Mario games. Uh, Age of Calamity, Pikmin, Fire Emblem on the Famicom. It, it, you you have to hope that there is just some stuff that got delayed. Yeah, because and it's just not ready to be public yet. And even still, but... I do think that like the uh, the appeal of a game like uh, uh, Animal Crossing, like that success was a fluke. And I think the problem, like if you look at the Wii and the Wii U, Nintendo thinks Nintendo thought that the Wii U wasn't just a fluke, and everyone really liked it. It was a fluke. Wii Sports, like Wii Bowling, was great, but it was only really great for about three four years and by the time they made a wii u people have moved on no in my it's my personal opinion that the wii salted in a weird way it was very successful but it salted the earth for a lot of people like the the wii kind of became shorthand for like oh a piece of junk like oh it's a wii game yeah. okay it's gonna like there was just so much crap that was on the wii there was a lot of good shit there was a lot of really good things it, but i think the, the piles of like project runway had a game for the wii <laughs> Like Guy Fieri had a game for the Wii. I think well, there's like, a Chuck E. Cheese game for the Chuck Wii. Chuck E. Cheese, you know what I've I mean? I've always what like, the hell that game. And was. those are just like the like brand name, like you know, little you know, put my face on it and crap it out games. Yeah. Like there, there were other games that were not you know so good. But I, after a while, I think the Wii kind of hurt Nintendo's rep a little bit. Yeah. And that was part of what happened with the Wii U. I know that I. It's my personal opinion that the same thing happened to Xbox, and that's yeah. why well, I, the yeah. Connect led off into the Xbox I, One. I, in a I really think bad we're, way. we're saying the same thing. Yeah. And, and what I'm trying to say is like you know uh, when 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 a thing is successful or a failure, it is really important that that they understand why it was a success or why it was a failure, so you can repeat or not repeat. You know, yeah, respectively. And so I do worry that like. I, I, I'm leaning on Nintendo. I'm leaning on like, yeah, COVID really messed up their plans and not like, oh, people just, we don't need to make a better Switch. People are still buying it. It's like, well, they're not, they're buying it because they have nothing better to do. And just Animal Crossing was the perfect game for when the world kind of went into quarantine. Yeah. Uh, March was like a beautiful, sad, very strange month where the world went into quarantine and like a bunch of amazing fucking games all dropped at the same time. <laughs> um, 
so you would hope that Nintendo is not like, okay, we'll make the Switch 2, but like, eh, 2023. You know we'll what? coast I, on this because they have, won't be able to. Can I talk about for a second what my hopes would be for a Switch 2? Mm-hmm. I just would like to talk about it. What I want is I want a device, like I want the Wii U gamepad. I want the Switch, basically. Oh, man. So I want, and I want that to be the bottom of the screen. I want that to be the bottom of the Nintendo DS. And then I want it to be casting something else onto my team yeah like that that would be the ideal like th- you want them to remake the wii u yes that's what i want because the and wii then, u is a maybe, fucking awesome device man and maybe they could also sell this is too stupid it would never happen but they could also sell like you know like the folding like phones that are like screen have screens on both sides or maybe oh there could be that a little technology attachment. is not good enough no it's terrible this would this is a terrible idea they would they would also sell a little attachment you could plug into the top of your switch and all of a sudden you have like an, a new 2ds or a new 3ds or whatever all right with you and then you could still have the two screens portable here's what they do it's too dumb though they made the wii u and people thought that it was just a you know an ipad uh, tablet add-on for the Wii. Yeah, which would, you know. Which yeah. it kind of was, but yeah, it wasn't that much more, you know, it uh, wasn't, graphically but it advanced. Was, yeah, whatever. But it was a little more than that, but there was, you know, the, the messaging wasn't there. Um, but now so many people have a Wii, have to have the Switch. They need to 32X this shit and be like, the Switch 2 is just the ability to, uh, it's just like the second screen. So you can play on your Switch and then you cast to the screen so you can do a dual screen setup uh-huh. that's all you do they, they just that th- that is the switch to is so the just, other is the like, other half of the wii u it's just a, a usb that you plug into your tv <laughs> yeah or it's just like another box like it's it's just another box like uh your your your, your vr your psvr yeah is another box you hook up to your uh your, your ps4 right uh-huh. this is just a another box you hook up to your switch That'll uh, intercept the US, your, your HDMI. Uh-huh. You just 32X that shit. Sure. And then you have your gamepad that is your Switch. And then you and then you can do look down, look at your menu, and then look up at the TV and do your thing there. And you're like, you're like building arm strength too at the same time because yeah. of how heavy. Man, <laughs> I love the Wii U gamepad is like so big and clunky yeah. and chunky. Big fucking chunky triggers on it. I love that thing. Um, I guess I'm I'm thinking about this. I know I see people commenting, no, not another Wii U. I, I'm only thinking about this because uh, we want to make some Nintendo DS videos. We were trying to think about how to do that. And we realized, oh, we're going to want to be able to capture footage to be able to do this. And there's not a good way to capture like DS, 3DS footage right now. Because no. that, that is just not supported by Nintendo. Nope. So we, we had to like send like spend like 200 bucks and like ship this thing off to some guy in utah yeah and hopefully it works out like well i don't know we'll we'll see because we can't but just it, what, film what over the was, shoulder what if it was just my switch and i and i could i don't know man ds emulation yeah i mean that switch. did that, that, that did exist on the wii u but like all this ds library man it is really frustrating playing a DS remake on the Switch, like the world ends with you. Yeah. Because it's just not, it's not right. It's just not as what, it's not the same experience. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, it was just, I find it frustrating. I don't think it's good enough. But the th- the 32X Switch would be hilarious <laughs> if they did that. Oh my God. Okay. Uh, yeah, one we last. Got, we got one last question here. From, uh, from Fowley. Is Fowley still in the chat? Yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, okay. Could you go over the mess that is region locking on systems? Like the NES is easily region free if you pull the pin out. Oops, my screen just fell asleep. 
and other things are relatively easy, but it's just really, I'm going to summarize the question. It's just really confusing for the Genesis Mega Drive. Like, yeah, whatever. It's, I think it's super charming that like back in the day, region locking was a physical thing. They, the, you know, Famicom and Super Famicom cartridges were just differently shaped than the Nintendo and Super Nintendo cartridges. Mm -hmm. Uh, What's hilarious, though, is I'm sure you'll have heard about this long box, black label, original launch NES games. There was a shortage. And so a lot of them didn't have any text or anything needed to be translated. So inside a lot of these original launch title NES games, uh, and this is made partly the reason why the, the, the NES things are so much longer than in a Famicom game. But inside them are Famicom carts plugged into an officially made uh, uh, a translator thing, uh, 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 a, a, a converter. So you can like crack open a copy of Gumshoe or uh, Gyromite, and there might be like an official converter inside of it. It is just literally a the fa- the Famicom version plugged into a device that makes it wider so it fits into an NES. <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. There are other things too that aren't. That are similar, but aren't necessarily region locking. Like, to me, it's crazy that the, basically, that transition from Game Boy to Game Boy Color, and, you know, you have the crystal carts, and how the point of it was is that you couldn't plug it into your original Game Boy. It was literally just a piece of plastic that forbid you (laughs) from sticking it in the Mm -hmm. slot. I just think that was so dumb. But I also think that, like, your Pokemon Crystal you did need the extra horsepower from the Game Boy Color. Well, sure, but just the whole... It's like they couldn't get their marketing good, so they were just like, eh, we'll just make it so it's physically impossible. Yeah. That's I, just easier I don't, for people yeah, I don't, to understand. understand it. It's really strange, too. <laughs> and it's also, I, I think, like, Game Boy uh, Pocket, because in between the Game Boy and Game Boy Color was the Pocket. And I don't think the Game Boy Pocket had the little tab that switched over. Mm. So you can still put uh, your Game Boy Color games into a Pocket and turn them on, and it'll be like, it'll yell at you and be like, you can't play this game. Yeah. Go back. You go back to the, go back to Sears and return the, it. The region locking police are coming yeah. for you. For Super Nintendo, it was actually really easy to mod a Super Nintendo because it was just like two plastic chips. And I'm pretty sure you could just like open it up with a pair of like snips and just like clack clack, take it out. Same thing for the N64. My like this this entire time, I've said this before and I'll say it again. I have always owned a Japanese N64. My brother ordered one before it came out in America. And he got it modded, which is, you know, take two plastic things that physically prevent prevent you from putting an NES cart in there and clip them. But it was a little more difficult to do on the N64 because it was so easy to just like push down the flap on a Super Nintendo and just <laughs> click, clip. And then, all right, now I'm playing Dragon Ball 3. I'm playing Sega Nintendo 3. Um, apparently for the N64, he had to take it someplace so they could like actually like screw it open, take it apart and then like clip the little pieces there. But that's all that was the difference. That was the only thing that was changing it. Uh, and then eventually, like, yeah, you put in like a, a chip that says, oh, this is PAL region. Can't play it. And that makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's stupid. It is uh, stupid. It, it shouldn't. Like, I, for the Xbox, we actually had to pay our original Xbox. We had to pay mm-hmm. someone to change it for our, us. Actually, our friend's original Xbox. Oh, right. Because my Xbox was still storage. I hope they don't want that back ever. <laughs> Dude, it's do we made that video in 2016? I don't think he remembers who we even have anymore. <laughs> and they've remade uh Metal of Chaos now, so if we wanted to play, we just get the HD version. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, cool. dude, it's it's 
we have, we'll just say, I won't go into the details, but um, we got a Game Boy camera. Mm-hmm. But for what we needed it for, we needed to get a Japanese one. That was so surprising. And that was, yeah. It's, so it's like, it's like the N64 is region locked, but the Game Boy is not region locked. So like, can you cross the, cross the streams that like we've had that issue a couple times, yeah. like with the transfer pack. I remember we had to like research region locking for that. And we were like, I have no, like it ended up being like yeah. for most of them, it was fine. It was either that or the e-reader. We like, we just didn't know because like nobody was dumb enough to ask this question on the internet. <laughs> but like, I don't think you can use Japanese e-reader cards on an American game or I forget what we actually came down to that. I don't remember now. I, I feel like with Animal Crossing, people would know that since there are a ton of Animal Crossing cards that it came out in Japan, but didn't yeah, come out in America. I know we, so we researched this shit. Out of I don't remember. Video, oh my so. god, I don't remember. Yeah, that was so. I don't. I. I, I think we answered that question. <laughs> I think. Or it was, if we if we yeah. didn't, we super tried to because I remember that video being a pretty uh, intense uh, research. Uh, yeah, video. the this the, the region locking thing. It, it it comes up and it's always annoying when it happens. I'm I'm glad that it's kind of going we away now. Yeah, it's not a thing you have to worry about. I anymore. think most PS3 games. And all PS4 games are region free. Mm -hmm. um, I could be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure. However, I do. You can exactly if a game is download only. This is what the new region lock now is like you can't download a Japanese game in America unless you have like a whole new account. And I think right. even to do that, sometimes you have to like jump through some hoops to trick a system to be like, oh, over here, it's America. Over here, I'm in Japan. That, that's a good point. There is like digital stores are restricted to certain regions, kind of in the same way that like you can watch some certain Netflix shows in the US that you can't watch if you're in Canada, for yeah. example, or something like that. It's one world, baby. Come on. Yeah, it's it's a bit yucky because it's like what? What's the worst thing that could happen it's if like... I if I can play, you know, the Japanese version of Mario 64. It's all, it's, it's anti, it's really anti consumer. What are you afraid you know? of? Yeah, it's, I'm sure there's like legal stuff, but like at the end of the day, it's like corporations losing a couple of bucks. I, I guess like I can't really have a whole lot of sympathy for it, but that's just me. Um, yo, the, we, these podcasts are supposed to be an hour and we always run, we've been consistently. Oh, well, we're way over. Yeah. Well, we also had some, some goof fun time at the beginning. Got to cut out of this recording. If you want to be a part of this chat here, um, while we record, and sometimes before we even start recording, we just kind of goof around a little bit. Exclusive content, extremely mundane <laughs> talking before we start this podcast. Uh, yeah, we're on Patreon uh, just for one dollar and gets you access to uh, videos early and you can be here in the chat uh, while we're recording, um, be in the discord as well. But hey, we just appreciate you listening. Yeah. And um, of course, never uh, pledge if you are unable, yeah. if it hurts your financial situation in any way. We definitely um, there are better things you can spend your money oh, on yeah. Oh, yeah. than our, our dumb butts. Um, the other thing, too, is we wanted to make this podcast something that was easy for everyone to listen to for free, at least the recorded version. And I didn't realize at the time, but it actually is kind of hard to listen to this if you don't have a Patreon account as things yeah. are now. So we're going to work on <clears throat> getting this uploaded onto like iTunes or something. Yeah. So it's easier for people. Just, I don't know how to do it. I'm sure it's easy. Yeah, iTunes I just need Spotify. to sit down and do it. But we're, we're going to try to do that mm -hmm. at some point. So it's easier for people. No, SoundCloud, I believe you need to have an account and you have to have like a uh, it used to be that you only had like a certain uh, allotted 
minutes that you could have on SoundCloud. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so you, you wanted to post an hour long podcast that you needed to pay for more. Yeah. Well, so we'll I don't see. know. We'll do I'm pretty sure I'm just going to try to upload it, you know, do do the thing. So it'll push it out to any of your pod, you know, RSS yeah, yeah. catchers of choice. Uh, I prefer Overcast, mm-hmm. and I got my mom to use it, so wow. that's pretty cool. But okay. you know, whatever, whatever you like to use. But anyway, that's that's all for today. Yeah, I love just shooting the shit and just like chatting about anything. But yo, we are doing that Rondo of Blood. We're doing yeah. that Symphony of the Night, uh, and that's going to be in two weeks. Game Club. Yep. Get your PSPs out. Yep. Get your Vitas out. Or maybe just get emulation. Just get your emu- you know emulation out. That, that PSP port. I don't know. You don't know about that? I don't know. All right. Yeah. I, I, we'll talk about it in two I weeks. I and, and also, you can catch Derek streaming that on Twitch. Yep. Every Friday. Friday. 4 p.m. PT. Yep. <laughs> um, that's going to do it. Everybody, uh, please stay safe. Um, wash your hands. Wear a mask. Stay powerful. And we'll see you again real soon. Yeah.